Sustainably Influenced, the podcast guiding you through the minefield of sustainability with your hosts Charlotte Williams and Bianca Foley. This season we'll be interviewing experts in sustainability and ethical living to shed a little light on the many terms used across industries, discussing the different aspects of living a conscious lifestyle and how we can do our bit to make a difference. Ashita is the founder and CEO of the award-winning app By Rotation, the social fashion rental platform. Inspired by a love for fashion that doesn't weigh on her conscience and with an approach grounded in practicality over indulgence, she founded By Rotation as a side hustle in the April of 2019. As an investment professional with over six years experience, she combines her commercial experience with her passions for fashion and graphic design. Ashita is especially focused on creating a conscious and inclusive global community that democratizes fashion. Let's get into today's episode. Thank you so, so much for joining us today, Ashita. It's so lovely to finally have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for the invitation and opportunity. We're so excited. This has been a long, long time coming. So we're going to go straight into the questions. So rental fashion is very dear to both of us, as you very much know, and has been a huge part of our ethical journeys. What has it been like starting a business rooted in the reduction of overconsumption? And was that your initial purpose or did that develop over time? Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's been such a crazy year, right? The past 14 months since we've been in lockdown. And I founded By Rotation and launched it about five and a half months before we went into national lockdowns. So it's been very interesting. We've gone from pushing the messages of overconsumption to people essentially only dressing in their PJs the entire time. You know, you might think that it might have been irrelevant during this time, but actually we saw a lot of average consumers consuming a lot of digital content and reflecting on consumerism, how materialistic they might have been throughout their adult life and realizing that they actually don't need as much as they possess, especially when they're stuck at home, often in a tiny little apartment, if you're living in a city like London. And realizing that actually I could do with less and the less that I actually have, they could be purchased from brands and companies whose values that I really admire. So, you know, it's been very interesting, I would say, since we launched the business. But in terms of how, you know, the reason why I actually founded Rotation, it came from a very first world problem, which was that I wanted to wear nice designer clothing for my own holiday, which was my honeymoon to my motherland. So that's Rajasthan in India. And I was looking for options to rent fashion in the UK and noticed there was a gap in the market, not just in the UK, but also in the wider Europe. And my sister, who lives in New York City, used to be an unlimited subscriber of Rent the Runway. So we started discussing the models and Rent the Runway is quite notorious for being the world's largest dry cleaning facilities. It's very much all about access to designer, often not even in trend, not even on Vogue pieces, but really just about convenience. If you want something, you can have it the next day. And less about actually thinking about what you're wearing and having a connection to those pieces, potentially having a connection to the people who've created them, who own them. And that's when the idea for Buy Rotation came about. It was to go one step further than all the existing well-known rental solutions out there, like the aforementioned Rent the Runway, Y Closet, which is in China, Style Theory in Singapore, where I'm from, and really make it all about getting women, predominantly on the app, to share what they already own in their wardrobe. So women often who are posting photos of themselves and outfits that they might only have worn once, 
or you know tend to wear only one to three times over a year because of fear of being seen in the same outfit. So that's kind of how it started. And I think my own journey with birotation has made me realize as someone who used to be a shopaholic, you know, Singaporeans are very well known for that. There's so much more that we don't know about the fashion industry beyond all these glossy magazine covers and, and photo shoots and all of that. There's actually a huge problem of waste in the industry. And I only realized that as an average consumer, once I stopped and started developing birotation further one of our core values is really to bring it to average consumers, unsuspecting people such as myself, or who I used to be anyway, and make them realize that every day when you are wearing fashion, or when you are purchasing new fashion, you are a part of a very wasteful industry. And you can actually still enjoy so-called new fashion, but it doesn't necessarily need to mean a completely new product that you're purchasing. That's so interesting. A few points that you mentioned there. One of them, which always tickles me, is that we're always so behind everyone else. So the fact that fashion mental didn't exist in the same way, or kind of at all until recently, in the UK, like it did in the US, is just mind blowing because we have the same access to them. So it's just really interesting that it's only a very new thing here, whereas like rent the runway has been around forever over there. You said something which made my ears prick up. Of you just said the old me, <laughs> what you used to be like in terms of your consumption, and now you've changed. But that's so interesting when we think about the old us and before the kind of enlightenment of, I guess, technology. I think which has helped us become more aware of what we're doing to the environment because of the ease of doing better I don't know if that's what you get from your consumers but it's easy to rent which makes it easy to not buy more and it makes it easy to not waste and we've spoken about this a couple of episodes ago but I think anything that is making it easier for consumers to make an impact without doing anything <laughs> is a big tick yeah I think it's definitely about accessibility and making people realize that there's this word that gets thrown around a lot, sustainability, can be for everyone, not just the so-called tree huggers, not just people who are at Extinction Rebellion rallies. Everyone can do it, even if you've got a very busy job, or you're not a vegetarian, or you're not someone who's very well versed about the climate crisis. I love that. So in September 2020, Birotation joined Sharing Economy UK, and that's the trade board representing the UK sharing economy businesses. Could you tell us what this entails and why more businesses need to join? Yeah, so essentially it's a trade body that's come together and has a membership of a lot of other sharing economy businesses. So, you know, that's things like car sharing, skills sharing, and obviously the very well-known Airbnb. And I like to say the very well-known by rotation also. It ranges from everything and anything. And I think it's all about pushing, I think sustainability is something that has definitely become, as we mentioned, like a buzzword or something that a lot of people are thinking about. And I think it's very clear that sharing resources, you know, whether that's fashion or cars or apartments, that's something that's going to become much more mainstream. And the way that a lot of our business models work, it tends to be often marketplace oriented. And that's why it's very interesting that we do have a trade body that brings together all these different businesses, you know, from different industries, different sectors to come together and come up with many different sort of legislations that actually affect us and affect regular people. 
So one of the things that the trade body has been working on is increasing the income allowance that people make from sharing economy businesses. So, you know, whether you're renting your apartment out again on Airbnb or whether you're making clothes off your wardrobe on by rotation. So that's something that I think has been really relevant for a lot of sharing economy businesses. The other thing that I've been involved in, particularly as my role as a board member, as part of the Sharing Economy UK, is we've been running a lot of cool monthly sessions for founders in particular, because as I mentioned, the business model that we have is very different from a lot of different D2C brands or, or, you know, just regular organizations or retailers. We had this very cool conversation two weeks ago about raising investment. And that's so different when you're a sharing economy business, because there's a lot of different values that we have. And I think a lot of these businesses do take quite a while to reach scale and therefore profitability. So having these conversations with like-minded founders going through the same challenges, I think that's been of immense value to myself. And obviously, if anyone's tuning in and is running or is part of a sharing economy business, definitely check it out. Sorry, that's a bit of a shameless plug there. There's no shame at all. That's fantastic. It's really wonderful to hear that. Yeah, that's so cool. Let's talk about fashion rental. We are both huge advocates for it. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, we're massive on it. And we both rent our wardrobes with by rotation. And also quite a few of my friends do, which is really exciting. Oh, amazing. I was with Chloe Pierre the other day. Do you know that video that the reel that you reposted on your oh did you film that I filmed it because it actually oh happened my, that's awesome it wasn't like a whole let's stage this video I was just sitting with her we were having a drink and then she was like oh my god someone just rented my dress and I was like what one? She was like this one and I was like oh my god so we just quickly refilmed that within 30 seconds so she had the same surprise but it actually happened and it was so funny that's amazing that I mean I-, I love to know you were actually there filming it also but yeah I mean that story is amazing because it kind of shows she obviously loves the items that she owns and that she's listed on the app mm. and someone else who admires her style now wants to rent it for her graduation these are all of our success stories you know our success stories are always centered around community so really seeing these two people any two users rotate their wardrobe with each other So I really like that. Thank you for sharing that. No, I love it. And I'm really excited. I've just written a blog post. My blog is back, everyone. And I've just written a blog post about renting my wardrobe by rotation. So I'll put it live when this goes live so I can include the link. That's hilarious because I've been writing a blog post on (laughs) rental fashion and I'm doing an article for Renoon, which is another app and that I'm doing it about rental fashion as well. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited by that. And yeah, obviously, both of you guys have your amazing wardrobes on there. So I'm very excited for you guys to also have your first rotating lending experience on the app. I don't push mine enough, but also I've got so many new things to add on to it. I only put a few things on, and I think I put too many, like, high-end dresses that no one are going to... Like, one of them's like a ball gown, and no one's going to wear them. They're not going to any balls. Not at the pub, you don't think? You don't think some people are going to wear it at the pub? (laughs) You could be going down to Tesco's in a ball gown. There's nothing wrong with going to Tesco's in a ball gown. Might as well, right? Might as well. (laughs) Yeah. So we're both big advocates for renting our wardrobes. But in recent weeks, there's been some questions around how ethical fashion rental can be. So what's your opinion on this? Because it's actually a really interesting topic. I mean, I opened giving this really well-known industry example that's been quoted a lot about how inventory-based models end up being large dry cleaning facilities, and they actually promote much more consumerism. 
then and again you know the feeling of oh it's all about convenience I can have it I have a subscription plan so why not just book it whatever Mm. there's that lack of attachment to the things that people are actually renting and borrowing from these kind of models and I think for me that that's really where I find it to be problematic it just seems like another means to an end to get a designer piece whereas the way that we promote accessibility is by making things much more inclusive, whether it's the kind of community that we show that we have on the app or whether it's price points, because socioeconomic inclusivity is so important. Part of the reason why people aren't consuming sustainable fashion, it's not because they don't like sustainability. You know, it's not because they're mean and they don't care about it. It's much more because they can't afford it. You know, a lot of these brands tend to be very expensive, you know, and I understand they're made to order and that's why they don't have economies of scale. It's been very important to me that our app, the pricing on the app, for example, is completely flexible. As you two might know, having listed your own wardrobes, you can lend out items for just one day or three days or five days, whatever feels right to you. And, you know, you have price points that are about three pounds for a day. It's much more beneficial to rent premium, nice quality dress for a weekend for 10 pounds, as opposed to buying something from one of these fast fashion brands. You know, we're really competing with these brands that are often copying trends and promoting much more consumerism through weekly drops. So I think that's the role really of at least the rotating revolution, as I call it. It's really about using what you already have, not buying inventory, even if it's dead stock, you know, not not using that and just trying to promote people to wear it five times so that the brand can make money back and the wholesale value of the item. You know, that's not what we're about. And I think that's the problem. I think fashion rental isn't about giving people lots of access to many different things. Fashion rental, at least for me anyway, and for buy rotation, is about using what's already out there. Yeah, I love that. I think much like anything, this seems to be a specific problem that it comes down to people versus organization or people versus business so there's so many newer businesses that have been created that are purpose-led that are consumer focused that are impact-led as this is our new buzzword after our last yeah impact I love that (laughs) impact's our new word but there's a lot of old school business models that focus purely on making money and I think I hope that we'll see a real shift and we've discussed this in in other episodes but we'll see a shift in businesses in the future and how they actually are able to make money because of consumer habits and consumer changes and what definitely from businesses so I'm really excited that you're so passionate and also that you're not watching what everyone else is doing because it just means that you're going to be focused on your future which will have an impact to everything else Yeah, I'm very big on the purity of purpose, really sticking to our guns. And obviously, you should always sort of understand what's happening in the wider industry and realizing if you're not doing something right, and therefore you should rise to the occasion and do better. But I think fundamentally, the problem that I see, and I see it every day, you know, even with people listing items on the app, you'll see repeats of the same dresses, even in the same sizes being listed by many different people. And I'm just thinking that there's clearly enough product out there. We don't need to push brands to make more products just for rental. We don't need to buy inventory or stock inventory just for rental. I think we just really need people to open up their wardrobes and think about sharing more. 
So yeah, I, I believe that that's really how we're going to fix this issue. And it's through a very circular model. It's not from approaching brands directly. People, and I think community is definitely how we can solve this. And connecting this community through our tech, which is the app that we've built in-house, I think that's key. Definitely. And it's nice that you think about it in terms of community. And there is this idea of collaboration there as well. And I think that that last question and everything that you've said has kind of led really nicely into my next point that I wanted to ask. So on two of our previous episodes, we've spoken with Sojo and we've spoken with Oxwash. And they're both companies that offer solutions to ensure that your clothing lasts a lifetime. And I know that there's collaboration going on behind the scenes between different apps and these different new ventures that are going on. So what measures does BuyRotation offer for their lenders to ensure the same, to make sure that, because I know a lot of people have reservations about renting things like I've spoken to my friends and they say oh I'm happy to rent stuff but I don't want my things to get worn out and I if I've not had the chance to wear them so what do you guys offer to ensure that your clothing lasts a lifetime and that it stays looking great yeah we always encourage our lenders anyone who's thinking about listing you know to definitely not list anything that's too much of a sentimental value there's definitely some things that I own that I would feel very nervous about lending out on the app, although that's not too many things. It's mostly things from my family that I've been given. But I would say, I mean, otherwise, a lot of times it's really about peer review and the trust that we've built within the community. So there's a huge rating and review system on the app. And you can see when a potential renter sends you a rental request, if you can see if they have any reviews. If they don't, you can always ask them more questions about where they'll be, you know, borrowing the item, what they'll be doing with it. And generally, you know, that's the whole reason why we've created this community and this very social app to get our community into action, to build much more of that trust. The other thing I would say is, I personally think that we need to ensure that our clothing, whatever we own, whether it's clothing or handbags and shoes and all of that, that's that number, right? Minimum amount of times that it's worn. It's 30 times. That's apparently the magic number. I think that we need to have our things worn many more times than that. And wearing it yourself is fantastic if you're wearing your pieces all the time. But if not, you can always lend them out to someone else. And I think that's really how you ensure that you get the most out of the clothing that you already own. And obviously, there's some amazing, as you, as you said, you've spoken to Sojo. You've had Oxwash before Sojo on the on your podcast series. I think there's some amazing businesses out there. We're also partnered with Clothes Doctor, which I think has been around for quite a while. She's got a lot of eco-friendly cleaning solutions and repairs, which we're partnered with. So I think there's all these sort of simple measures. And, you know, we always tell people not to use any excessive dry cleaning because you can add your own cleaning fee if you want to for delicate items. For me, I genuinely think it's about getting use of the items that you own and definitely for the things that you're nervous about lending or listing. You know, there's always an option to reject rental requests or don't list them at all if you're uncomfortable and worried that something bad might happen to them. Yeah, I think it's really nice that you can speak so candidly about it and say that even you have the few, like there's those really wonderful sentimental pieces Mm -hmm. that you may not want to rent it out. And people do have the option just because you've got a contemporary brand or a designer piece that in your wardrobe, you don't have to rent it out. But if it's just sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, I could earn a little bit off of this, then why Mm -hmm. the hell not do it? I like the way that you're saying it because it's very, very honest and it speaks true of kind of your ethics and the company. I have a story on that. Bianca, do you know Kira? So one of my friends, who Bianca knows as well, has 
some, I think they were daily sleeper pajamas up on the app. And someone requested to rent them and she basically grilled them on what they would be doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they're white. She was like, do you wear fake tan? All of this stuff. Oh yeah, that's a great question. You have to ask that. Definitely. And then, I don't think she rented them in the end or she did, but there, it was like a back and forth. But Kira was just like, they're really expensive. And if you wear, Kira does wear fake tan, but obviously she's very, when she wears those pajamas or she's very careful with them and she just was really worried. But she said the girl was like really nice and she had the nicest conversation. But I just, I was laughing so hard when she was telling me the story. And and exactly. And I think it needs to be that way. You know, it, yeah. if you are lending someone a white dress and, and if it's summertime and everyone's got tan and everything on, I totally agree with that. And it's something that I would do as well. I've listed some really nice pieces on there. I ask those questions and especially with things like my Manolo heels, I'm always asking, where are you going out? Because you're not really meant to wear them outdoors at all. (laughs) (laughs) Will you be driven to the place that you're going and will you be walking for a minimal amount? That's what I was Exactly, exactly. And no clubbing, right? For me, that's totally a no-no. They're a dinner shoe, they're a dinner shoe. (laughs) Exactly. And if anyone's going to go clubbing, it's going to be me. I'm going to go clubbing in my own shoes, right? (laughs) You can always communicate with the person. And, you know, if you build that kind of rapport and that trust, then you can go ahead with it. Or you can just say... You know what? Not for the moment, but I'll let you know. Do you know what it is? What's really nice, that, that how you're describing it? It's And you mentioned it before, it's that social aspect of the app. Mm-hmm. So I'm, think, I'm sitting here thinking, and I know Kira, and I can imagine her asking the questions of somebody else. And it's the same sort of thing that I would even ask a friend, like, where are you going? Please be careful. And the way that you would want your friends, and you would, you, know, you would expect your friends to be more careful with your pieces... By building up that rapport and that relationship with the person borrowing the pieces, they then will treat it a little bit nicer. Because I think if there's no person there, they can kind of disassociate, can't they? So I think it's nice to have that. And I think also we've noticed and we've heard feedback that the renters are often even more careful with these products because they're like, uh, I know this person, but I know don't know them that well. So I wouldn't want yeah. I wouldn't want them to be put out because I drank red wine in you know, yeah. this white dress that I borrowed from them, even though I told them that I would be very careful. I think that's the great thing probably about the British user base as well. Everyone's very polite and they tend to be very respectful. I think that's really cool because I'm pretty sure on your website, you said you're a social platform. Am I? Yes, that's correct. That's what's different about you. I feel like people would make friendships off of the app. They have. I mean, I, I obviously have, but I'm always on the app, so I'm probably biased. But, you know, we, we've heard so many amazing stories from our actual renters and lenders saying, oh, yeah, I lent this to this woman. And you know what? She used it for her wedding. And it was so cool to see that because I, I would have never thought you could have worn it to a wedding. But I'm really happy it made someone else's day so special. It's, you know, all these kind of small things, I feel, you know, it, it sort of just builds that emotional connection to the bi rotation community and brand. And it's not something that I, I, I guess I didn't think about it so much when I was doing it. It just felt right that that's the kind of brand we want to be. Yeah. It's just really nice to have that social aspect. Literally, as you were saying, that I logged onto the app and I thought, oh, let me have a quick look. (laughs) Yeah. And what's great is people are following each other. You know, so if someone is the same size as you, the same and, you know, likes your style and they're like, yeah, you know, I I know Bianca, I love her stuff. And it would be so cool to be able to dress like her, even just for my holiday. I think that's the really nice sort of, you, you can be someone else. For, for like a week yeah. for like a weekend and that's where the friendship part of it really comes in I mean I've certainly found that in my locality itself so my neighborhood 
I actually know about three people who lend and rent things on the app and they're my go-to people if I want something, especially last minute. And that's really the vision, you know, to go global and have local communities everywhere where people can rotate with their neighbor who lives three streets down. That is really nice when you build up that community aspect, don't you? Again, it's that idea of building the relationship with someone to then continually rent from them and you trust. I think that trust is then built. Definitely. That is so cool. Sorry, can we just go back? I feel like that was a real casual reply. People on the same street are renting clothes to each other. That is really cool. It's amazing because someone will say, I'm not going out. I have no plans. So you might as well enjoy my bag or whatever. You know, there there was a woman I remember during, I think in the beginning of Jan, when we were still kind of allowed to go out or something like that. I can't remember. There was a woman who rented my Gucci bag and she went to Dubai And she sent me a photo of my Gucci bag on the dunes. She sent me a photo of my handbag and herself like riding one of those. And I was like, well, I'm glad my bag's having a great holiday. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah, it felt like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, you know, like really coming to life. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) You should do a little travel series. Yeah, and ask renters to send in their pictures. And do a little traveling series of what the, where they've been and where their pieces have gone and do like a little travel journal. It would be so cute and definitely something to do once traveling is allowed. There's been so many amazing stories. I think for me, that's been the most rewarding process through my founder journey. Obviously, you know, not having an income and all of that. You know, you, you have to put all that aside. And these are the things that really are stand out for me. Moving on to our last question. What tips would you give our audience who are new to the fashion rental market and want to make the most of it? So download the free app by rotation. It's on Google Play and on the App Store. And create an account, start browsing. One of the really cool things that we have are mood boards. So essentially you can save items even if you're not sure where you're going, if you've got a holiday planned, if you've got a wedding to go to, what you'd like to wear for your birthday, which might be seven months down the road. And you can start sort of planning and like browsing through the app. And I think engagement is really important because that's how we also monitor how much people actually like the bi-rotation concept. And eventually, you know, when you feel like you have somewhere to go, rent out something that might not be very high value for your first rental, just to kind of experiment with it. And for the ones who are thinking about listing your wardrobe, I mean, we've got this very cool feature that we released three weeks ago called Lender Activity. And it's amazing. It's essentially a wallet which shows you how much you've made on the app since you joined and also how much you've spent on the app. So if you're renting items from others as well. And it's a great way to actually track how much you're rotating and how much yield you've made on all these investment pieces that you've bought. And yeah, it's a really different way of thinking about your wardrobe because Personally, I've started monitoring ever since I started listing my items on the app. So that was since from our launch. I've actually monitored how many items I've bought because any item I buy, I often list on the app. And I've actually seen how few my purchases have become, even in the past year alone. And that's really cool. It's become like an entire diary of my outfits, of my purchases, of how much money I'm making from these cool things that I think I've bought. And turns out they might be cool or they might not be cool. So yeah, there's a lot of cool things on there, even if you're not someone who wants to rent or list items right away. But just check it out. I think I think dip your toe into it and obviously, you know, check out our marketing, our social media. You can see a lot of cool stories of people actually rotating. So it might give you more confidence. Those are really great tips. And I think 
for Charlotte and I, who are people that have been renting out our wardrobes for some time, I think we can even say the same thing. Just if you're not sure where to start, just dip your toe in and start with something that's that maybe isn't your most expensive piece. Definitely. But it's definitely worth getting it on, getting it up there. And you never know, like you could end up earning money off of your wardrobe off of stuff that's just sitting there. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. There's items that I personally thought maybe weren't that desirable for my wardrobe and turns out lots of people like them. And I'm like, okay, well, if someone likes them, you know, be my guest. I wasn't planning to wear them. So you never know what people admire from your wardrobe until you list them. I'm actually really excited, not even to list, but to rent. I'm planning some holidays, whether or not they'll happen. <sighs> but I've started make, saving pieces in the app, waiting, ready to go. I'm so excited. Actually, one of the things we've been talking about doing, we had a team meeting earlier today, and we were saying it'd be so cool to get to ask people, you know, rotators on the app, to share with us what, you know, what their saved folder looks like. Because it, it's it's always such a great way to see what people like on the app. So we should definitely invite Bianca and you, Charlotte. Yeah, I think mine is mainly, let me just get mine up. It's mainly Jessie Bush's wardrobe. <laughs> I know you love her. <laughs> of course it is. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just a few like other random people. But I have, it's quite clear of like the style I'm going for. I've got lots of realisation par dresses, like little strappy pieces so yeah, some really cute bits. Yeah, and amazing. Those pieces can be rented for 15 to 25 pounds for a weekend. And to purchase, they're like 250 pounds. I think it just makes so much sense to use what's already out there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've got a couple of handbags in here is mainly what I've got. And then I rotated that. Lyrica Matoshi. Oh my God, Bianca, yeah, you look I like a dream that in that. Thank you. That's the first thing that I rented, actually. And I just... I just love the dress. I, w I wanted it for the weekend because I wanted some content to shoot. And I I think I wore the dress the entire weekend just around the house. Yeah, looks, you did amazing. <laughs> you look so good in it. Thank you. I loved it so much. I, I genuinely, I was just like, I just wish that it was warmer and I could wear it out somewhere. <laughs> well, hopefully again. And, and I remember, I think the lender was so excited to see the photos of you. I think that's what the lenders yeah, love as was. well. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, she wore my dress. She wore it better than me. Oh my God, I never thought I could wear it that way. It's just, it's just, I think that friendship is something that, I don't know, I, I just feel very happy about that. For me, for me, that that's success. Definitely, definitely. It's funny that you say that because I think on a previous episode, we, we mentioned giving away clothes or renting out clothes and seeing how other people wear the stuff that you once had or that you own and stuff and seeing how they style it completely differently to you and you think oh my god I should actually wear it like that and you're getting style inspiration from somebody else exactly which is really cool as well <laughs> I love that it's so funny we yeah we talked about that with Josephine and it was like when your from sister broke, yeah yeah when your sister borrows your outfit or like takes it because you don't want it anymore and then you see them styled in a different way and you're like yeah I want that back <laughs> <laughs> like uh yeah can I have that back thanks and I love it because it makes you fall in love with your pieces again. You know, as I mentioned, you know, some of the pieces in my wardrobe, I had no idea that people would even like them. And now I'm like, oh, turns out they are kind of cool. They're back in fashion. Maybe I'll wear it too. That's something for me is I have a really bad habit of selling stuff. And then, then it you realize you want it. Ah, like, oh, I should have yeah. kept it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. definitely something for me to do going forward. Ooh, rental. We were told. Yeah. What were we told to do, Charlotte? Hide your clothes. Don't give them away or sell them. Yeah. <laughs> start doing that. That's amazing. But yeah. So that I think that's all of our questions. So 
If our audience wanted to find you on the internet, where could they do that? So shameless plugging continues, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So you can find us at byrotation.com. So that's B-Y, do not buy. So not B-U-Y. And you can find us also on social media. So that's at byrotationofficial on Instagram. And you can find me on the app. So on byrotation, my username is Ishita. And you can claim your own name because there's only about 55,000 users on there. So you still have the chance to claim your first name, which is super exciting. Only 55,000 users. It's so nonchalant. It's like, oh, it's not that many people. I mean, that's a huge part of the population. Thank you. But I mean, you know, if the vision is to be like Vestia Collective and Depop, you know, we're, we're talking about 25 million users plus globally. So yeah, so long ways to go. But please do join us. Oh, wow. Amazing. I'm sure that our audience will too. So we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Sustainably Influence and make sure that you're following us and liking and subscribing on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast provider. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.